0: chapter 44 of young folk's history of germany by charlotte mary young this libravox recording is in the public domain chapter 44 leopold ii 1790 to 1792 leopold the next brother to joseph had received the duchy of tuscany on his father's death and had ruled there 25 years he came to the crown in very dangerous times amid the troubles that had darkened the last days of joseph Hungary had revolted, saying Joseph had broken all their laws, and that, as the direct male line of Habsburg had failed, they had the right of choosing their king. Moreover, the Netherlands had been angry at the interference of Joseph with their old laws, and had revolted, and set up a republic on their own account, and there was a terrible example close at hand in France of the dangers that might beset kings who tried their people's patience too long. Leopold's youngest sister, marie antoinette was with her husband louis the sixteenth threatened daily by the mob of paris while the national assembly were changing all the laws and institutions and viewed the king and queen as their greatest enemies hating her especially as an austrian as they considered the hapsburgs as the great foes of france she was like a prisoner in her own palace while germany like all the countries was fast filling with emigrant nobles who fled from the savage violence of the people who rose to revenge the long course of oppression they had suffered germany being the easiest country to reach a much lower and worse stamp of emigrants went thither than those who came to england there they behaved well and made themselves respected as well as pitied but in germany many lived low dissipated lives and increased the taste the germans had for french manners and language and unfortunately for french fashions and vices Leopold could do nothing to help his sister, for Friedrich Wilhelm Third of Prussia, a vicious and selfish man, hoping to rise on the ruins of the House of Austria, encouraged all the disturbances in the Austrian dominions, and let the discontented Hungarian nobles hold meetings at Berlin. Moreover, a war with Turkey, which Joseph had begun, was still going on. The Austrians took the city of Orsava, but after trying to besiege Vidden, they were obliged to make a truce with the Turks, because the Prussian king had taken up arms against them, and had a great army in Silesia, with which he threatened to invade the Austrian province of Galicia, and as he still had in his army many of the old generals of Frederick the Great, he thought himself able to do everything. However, the English and Dutch came forward and made peace between Austria and Prussia, and Prussia then mediated between Austria and Turkey after this the king of prussia voted for leopold's election as emperor and he was crowned at frankfort at the same time he quieted his austrian subjects by undoing some of the changes to which they had most objected and tried to govern as much as possible in his mother's spirit which though it seemed to the new way of thinking narrow and unenlightened was kind and fatherly and suited the loyal austrians and Tyrolese. He had more trouble with Hungary, which was always turbulent, and which had been completely unsettled by Joseph's reforms and the resistance to them, and the nobles sent him a set of demands which he would not grant, only promising to govern Hungary as his grandfather and mother had done. They were obliged to be satisfied, and he sent the crown of St. Stephen to Pressburg, and came thither himself with his five sons for his coronation. The Hungarians welcomed him warmly, and they chose his fourth son, Leopold, to act as their palatine, and to place the crown upon his father's head. He then prepared to teach the Netherlands to submit to him, and entered the country. The States were of various minds as to what they wanted, their leaders were quarrelling, and they ended by yielding to him one by one, but not without leaving a great deal of discontent, which was much increased by all that was passing in France. Leopold was free now to do something for his sister and her husband, and he allied himself with Prussia and Spain, preparing armies to march upon France, while the emigrant nobles eagerly enlisted. He sent messages to the king and queen of France that they had better wait patiently till he could rescue them, and try to win back their people's hearts, but that he meant to assist them, not by words but deeds. In truth, the invasion he intended was the very worst thing for poor Louis and Marie Antoinette, for it only made the people more furious with them, thinking them guilty of bringing in foreign enemies to crush the freedom newly won. Knowing this, the king and queen tried to escape, but were seized and brought back again amid hooting and all kinds of ill-usage. Moreover, Leopold found it less easy to begin a war with the French than he had expected the english would not take up arms and his ministers said that he would only lose the netherlands which the french coveted above all things and that to be friends with them would make them treat his sister better so he acknowledged their new constitution and let their ambassador at vienna set up his tricolored flag but there was no use in trying to make peace for the french looked on all monarchs as mere wolves and besides they wanted to have the emigrants driven from germany and to seize the netherlands so war was decided on, but just before it began, Leopold fell ill and died in his forty-fifth year, in February 1792. His empress, Marie Luisa of Spain, died of grief three months later. Like his mother, he had a family of sixteen children, of whom all but two lived to grow up. The second son, the Archduke Karl, became a great general leopold had tried to hold things together but everything in germany was in a rotten state and he was happy in dying before the troubles came to a head End of chapter forty four